You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is Monday. All right, let me uh, let me jump over to my comments, my opening monologue for the day. So, listen, one of my favorite political personalities is uh, Margaret Thatcher, the former prime minister of England. And she had a way with words, and much like her counterpart at the time, President Ronald Reagan, she could tear down an opposing viewpoint with a minimum amount of verbiage. I mean, one of my favorites was from a press conference when Prime Minister Thatcher was presenting her statement on some topic that's been lost to time. At the conclusion of her remarks, she took questions. And one of the reporters began to take issue with her position by saying, But, madam, isn't that just the same old story? And without blinking, Thatcher responded, Of course it's the same old story. The truth usually is the same old story. We're points well taken. The truth usually is the same old story. Truth is supposed to be unbendable. Truth is the thing that exists when all else is gray. Truth is real, and if it is in fact truth, then nothing can change it. But today there's a movement to go fast and loose with the truth by arguing what Oprah Winfrey calls your own truth. Well, here's the deal. The luxury of redefining truth, or worse yet, carving out your own little version of truth, is in itself not true. Truth is not an option. You can choose to deny it. You can choose to operate outside the boundaries of truth. You can even lie about it. But in the end, the truth is still the truth, and that's all there is to it. So you may be thinking that I just spent some time speaking what most of the world would call common sense, and you'd be right. But I got to tell you, it ain't common sense for everybody. Listen, as an attorney, I have more than once had to advise a client that their feelings about an issue are not necessarily the truth in the eyes of the law. And that's hard to do when they're emotionally caught up in their loss or their grievance. But the black and white letter of the law does have the final say. One client told me in no uncertain terms he wanted to sue a city for taxing him incorrectly. Those blankety-blank so-and-sos are destroying my business profitability and taking too much of my hard-earned money. He was going to file a criminal complaint. He was going to sue in circuit court. He was going to fight this all the way because he knew what was true. Well, the problem was it was his truth and his truth only. I had to tell him that he was required by law to file a request for an administrative hearing to have it reviewed, that it had to be done a certain way, that he could not just leap to court, and that he absolutely had no grounds for a criminal complaint. But he knew what he knew. But unfortunately, the burden of proof was on his side to show beyond a reasonable doubt that his version of truth was the truth. So I agreed to help him with the administrative review of his file, but the result was still the same. He owed taxes. Go figure. Period. After which he lashed out at everybody, threatened to file a grievance with the state bar against the mediator and the opposing counsel. Then he filed a criminal complaint. Then he demanded I file a civil appeal, at which point I told him no. The central issue in his problem was not everyone else on God's green earth. It was him. He was blindly adhering to a storyline that did not ring true in the end, but because it was his truth, he continued to lash out, daring anyone to question his truth. Well, what I just described to you is really what we often see in the progressive left's constant attempt to change culture to fit their truth. 
But let me give you two responses. You ready? I mean, I always said on this show, I'm going to do everything I can to equip you for the fight. So let me just give you two responses that are guaranteed to give you a leg up in any discussion with a liberal who is just bound and determined to rewrite truth to suit their own notions. First of all, here's the deal. Simply let them know they're not allowed to simply say that something is new truth. They're going to get mad. They'll consider you a homophobe or a climate change denier or some other brand they use when they don't get their way. But just calmly let them know that new truth is not truth. And then secondly, when they've quit shrieking, let them know that the burden of proof is actually on them. And that will usually freak them out. Because what you've just done is show them that, first of all, you're onto their game and you have principles you're standing on. And secondly, you're putting the onus on them to prove their point. And the bottom line is they usually can't. And that's where it gets really fun. I mean, for example, let's say you're in the unfortunate position of having to deal with someone who demands you use their chosen pronouns of they and them because their truth is that they're non-binary, neither male nor female, but something in between, perhaps even do the application of a new gender altogether. Never mind that the grammatically correct use of the English language has never supported using they, them to represent a singular person, like ever. So you look at them and say, I'm sorry, but there's no truth in that. Well, instantly you're homophobic. Denying their most basic rights, triggering their vast insecurities about the deprivations that non-binary people have always endured through the centuries at the hands of cis white males. So you take a breath and you blink at them benignly like a cow grazing in a sunny pasture and you simply say, prove it. Well, this is where they will either retreat hastily or demand that you capitulate under duress because they can't prove it. So you go one step further. You let them know that the biological sciences don't support their status as non-binary, that men simply can't have babies and women simply can't, well, be dudes. Ask what they can do to prove the science, because after all, the burden of proof is theirs. They won't know what to do, so they'll shout, but you've already won. Here's another. So maybe it's demanded that you get on board with green policies and begin accepting that sustainable energy solutions are the only way for the world to survive. The only way. After all, they'll say... The truth is, sustainable energy solutions are the best ones. So you calmly tell them that's just not true. Shrieks of climate change denier and eco-terrorist will follow, but you just ask them next to prove it. To prove that sustainable energy solutions like wind and solar are more capable and more consistent than, say, coal, gas, and nuclear. Prove that those solutions are capable of sustaining the grid in peak times and in surge times. Prove those sustainable solutions are sustainable in a vast inclement weather event. Prove those sustainable solutions could exist in the free market without the massive government subsidies that we keep seeing propping them up. But they can't. So they'll scream like banshees on a cold night on the moors, but it doesn't matter because you've already won. You see, you can do this with most any topic. When the left hits you up with the demand that you give heed to their version of truth, just remember the burden of proof is actually on them. And truth, like Margaret Thatcher said, usually is the same old story. And maybe, just maybe, their truth is a lie. And that's a wrap for The Right Side Way. There it is. Two things. You get hit with a liberal argument, look at them and say, that's simply not the truth and you're not, you know, you're not owed your own version of truth. And when they freak out, then totally, we'll say the burden of proof is on you then. Prove it. And they usually can't. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, you do that every single time and just keep your cool, you'll win every time. Because liberals, they freak out when you won't get on board with their version of truth. And guess what? They're not owed their version of truth. 
truth is what truth is. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. You guys stay tuned. We'll be right back. back phil williams right side radio solid conservative just plain right well uh i tell you what this has been a weekend full of news um and i'm trying to figure out if we're seeing boomer i I can't figure out yet i've been looking online but they keep saying i think they found five more documents at the biden delaware home five more Uh, that's what the right side screen over there is saying uh right side pun (laughs) anyway that's what the screen on the right is saying uh the fox is reporting and cnn had it a moment ago wow and they're calling it a fox news alert meaning it's not just the thing that happened this past weekend which is by the way they found more documents this past weekend and so this whole narrative is getting worse and worse for biden and uh but you know they were locked in the garage with his corvette but uh (laughs) With his Corvette, but right now, gas-powered Corvette. I don't think he knows where their documents. I mean, apparently they're all over the house. Apparently they're all over the world. <laughs> I mean, they're they're like left at his office in, um, you know, in at the Penn Biden Center, and then there there's some in his garage, and then there was wow. apparently there was some in his personal library, and then there was um, some more allegedly. Yeah, apparently it's an alert. They're saying, okay, there it is. It's breaking on the ticker at the bottom. Classified documents have been found at Biden's Delaware home and his former and his former D.C. office. OK, that's what we already knew. Well, OK, that's that's not news. I don't know why. I guess they're taking the. the anyway, the whole thing's a freaking mess. Whew. Um, unreal. I, where does it end? I don't I don't know. But, you know, they it took the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago um, to go to a room that the archives were already aware of that was locked in the manner the archives had asked for where the documents were all compiled together in a box and um, in a locked basement in a facility guarded by the uh, um, Secret Service that also had visitor logs so you could tell who had come and go. Now we're finding that Biden's just been scattering them like what we got the other day. was was like, like Johnny Appleseed, just, just, just sending them around. And uh, so we're, we're just finding out right now that, that there's a complete level of hypocrisy Biden came out in September and said, you know, how just, well, what was the words he used? How irresponsible could someone be talking about Trump and the documents? And yet here he is with basically a, a, just a, just a, ra- a, a raft of documents everywhere. Um, you got a caller on the line, boom? Do we? Uh, do we? Oh, yeah, good deal. I'll tell you what, let me grab that real quick while I got time. Thomas from Athens. Thomas, how you doing? Did we lose him? Hey Thomas, you there? All right, I think I think we think we may have some technical difficulties with Thomas's calls, and we'll we'll see if we can get him back in. Uh, other things in the news right now that are, um, you know, just interesting and sad all at the same time. Um, so we we you know just had the national championship football game, and then uh, the past I guess it was Sunday night. Um, 
we had a, a, a Georgia football player who just literally won the national championship, um, who just died in a car accident. And that was really hours after he had given a, um, an autograph to, uh, to a young kid who, who wanted to, uh, to get a chance to meet him. And, uh, and it's, it's, just, it's just sad to watch that happen. Um, at the same time, we also have today breaking news this morning that a University of Alabama basketball player, a member of the team, uh, has now been arrested for murder in a shooting that took place uh, late, I think, last night. And uh, so all said and done, uh, that's the sadness within the, uh, the ranks of uh, SEC sports. And uh, you hate to see it. Uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's just awful. Did you get that uh, tech worked out there, bud? We're going to try it again. All right, maybe, so, it was, maybe if not, I'm going to have to try one more thing. All right. Well, with <laughs> a few minutes left here, I got uh, line one, Thomas from Athens. Thomas, how you doing? Yes, sir. Just comment about these uh, these Biden documents. Yes, sir. Um, Biden did not have declassification authority. Number one. That's right. Number two, when he was a vice president. Number two, he cannot be indicted. We've they've already um, they've already indicated you cannot indict a sitting president. You can indict a past president. Okay. Number two. Number three. The, the level of people, the white shoe lawyers that are involved in looking for these documents and searching for these documents, do you trust the DOJ to make sure that the chain of custody is appropriate for every document, including those which may relate to China, Ukraine, and so on and so forth? Well, I, I think the reality is no. I, mean, I think right now uh, the, 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 the upper level of the DOJ uh, is, is, is not at all, uh, in my opinion, impartial. Uh, here's, here's the question I have, Thomas, and, and, I, and, I, and I totally get what you said about uh, you can't indict a sitting president. That has been standing precedent uh, uh, for, for quite a while. The question I have is how about if it was for actions that he committed while he was still a civilian it was between the years of being vice president and becoming president that he apparently um, trafficked in these, uh, these, these classified documents that he had no business having. Uh, so my question is, if the actions occurred while he was still a civilian, can you reach back and indict for that? I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be indicted anyway. Um, um, but, uh, with the battery of lawyers and the uh, millions and millions of dollars that uh, he has to protect himself, I I don't think he'll ever get indicted. Well, and I don't. By the way, I doubt if he will either. I, I look at this whole situation as an opportunity to help get rid of him and 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 mitigate the 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 the, the rattlesnake nest they have now with Trump uh, that they created on their own. Um, so anyway, end result, Thomas, we'll wait and see. But you're right. Uh, he didn't have declassification authority. And, and the truth is, this all this is all. By the way, we don't know where these documents were. Uh, we know where they are now. But how did they get there? When did they get there? And the Penn Biden Center, it wasn't even created until a year after he left office, which means the documents floated around somewhere and then made their way to the Penn Biden Center. So it's just there's been some hanky panky going on and we're going to, have to get to the bottom of it. Plus uh, $54 million that the Chinese government oh, yeah. gave to the University of Pennsylvania for the Penn Biden Center. It's, it's the, the whole thing reeks. Well, hey, man, we're up against the break. Reeks. Appreciate your call, Thomas. Thanks for your patience okay. with the technology. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. Um, we, we, we will see. I hope we'll see. We'd better see. Here's the bottom line. We had better see. That's, that's what I got to say. You, I've, there are lives that have been ruined over, you know, mishandling of confidential documents and and classified matters. 
And you can't have this kind of double standard. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. 